This is a previously recorded episode. Listening to the Oh But Wait show with Jessica and Toya. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Oh, But, but Wait. Wait. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Things That's are good. good. How was your week? It was good. Yeah? Yeah. What'd you do? Uh, I went on a school night, too. I went to a salsa party. A salsa party? Well, I wouldn't call it a salsa party. It was like a night at a club where they do salsa. Well, that sounds like a salsa party. Yeah, it was nice. I mean, I didn't dance because I don't know how to salsa. Well, you get a good lead and they move I, you around and twist you and turn you. I don't know. I didn't want to embarrass myself. But it was just it was just so nice to see. Like, I love watching when men and women dance together. Like, right. if they're ballroom, maybe they're doing salsa, merengue, cha-cha, whatever. Right. Like, I love it. Where was it? It was at... Um, is it called Center? Center Park? Okay. It's like this little hole-in-the-wall club. at. Uh, it's in Harmony Park okay. in Detroit, yeah. where Cafe Mahogany used to be. Oh, I remember that. Um, but it was really, really nice. Like yeah. Now I'm on a quest to find salsa lessons. They're fun. Yeah. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> Sounds was, like really fun. Yeah, it was. It was a good time. <laughs> good time. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um... My week was good. Thanks for asking. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. I'm trying to open up my computer. Like, I'm trying to do two things at once, but... um, Yeah, what did you do? Um, Had a really fun week at, well, three days with Detroit Homecoming. Okay. No, what's that? um, It's produced by Cranes Detroit, and they invite expats to come back to Detroit and learn about the city. And the goal is for people who no longer live here to make some sort of, sort of investment in the city. So either they come back uh-huh. or they open a business or they, um, you know, work with an organization. They just, uh, put on a great presentation of the city um, and bring... They had Steve Ballmer in town. <laughs> He's impressive. So... so tell the audience who he is. <laughs> well, he owns the... If you remember, you'll, you'll remember him because when the, the basketball team in L.A. was being... Um, the owner was making racist comments. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Steve Ballmer's the gentleman who bought the, the team. team. Okay. Yeah. And um, he was one of the founders of Microsoft, I believe. Okay. So, um, yes, he is uh, pretty. And he's from here. So. Oh, he is? Yeah. Okay. So, um, he came back and gave a talk. And, of course, there was a lot of Dan Gilbert shine. But... Um, but it was really great. It was nice to to meet people who once lived here and who are now visiting and um, connect with a few new people. And 
it was a lot of fun. Oh, that's good. good so what about for the people that moved away and now live here? Well, you're back, so... I mean, I finagled an invite because I just pitched the idea that um, I've been one of them. I know right. I can have a really good conversation with people, and um, I knew a few people who were invited to come back anyway. So. But what? I don't. I guess I don't understand the purpose. To get people to come back, and make oh, to live. So you get all of these people that don't that no longer live here right that are from here right to come back or just come back and do business here either or okay i mean i think they consider either or a win okay. so but i guess that's just us yeah sounds fun <laughs> what <laughs> no it's not i in teeth lately <laughs> what i mean i think i don't know i just and i guess it's great i mean I'd like to see people on the ground running and, you know, making things happen here in the city. Well, they've had, I think they said $32 million worth of investment because of this program. This oh, that's is the great. Third year, so mm-hmm. I think they are doing something right. That's great. Um, and it was a three-day a three day event? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, pretty much most of the day presentations and then um, social gatherings in the evening and... So it's exclusive, and you you had to be invited. Yeah. Oh. Okay. But it was fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So that took up the bulk of your weekend. That well, that was Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Oh, okay. Um, and I actually didn't even do most of Friday. I did Friday evening, but the weekend was pretty chill because it had been a packed week. Right. Sometimes you just want to veg out. Yeah, I was exhausted by the time I got to the weekend. And then it was raining on Saturday, too. It was raining on Saturday, but Sunday was beautiful. Yeah, it was. Okay. It was. Um, did you see... I know we were talking offline. What did you see? I know you saw Bridget... I did see Bridget Jones. So we're Bridget jumping Jones. right in. I was going to call it Bridget Diaries. I don't know what I said. <laughs> but well, Bridget Jones... Um, I think the first one was Bridget Jones' Diary, and this was Bridget Jones' Baby, um, which was horrendous. It was absolutely appalling. Um, Was it because it wasn't like the first one, or why did you think it was appalling? Well, it was completely insulting to women and really spoiler alert so if you have any intentions of seeing bridget jones baby you might want to log off now (laughs) put it on mute (laughs) but it was i mean here's the thing bridget jones is like my age she was playing a 43 year old woman um so a couple years older but um she gets pregnant by she sleeps with two different men within the span of like a week and is not sure who the father is one of them is the man Colin Firth that has been in all of the films and has broken her heart made her feel like she is not good enough how many have there been three really yeah what was the second one I don't remember oh I didn't know that um so You know, it's been this kind of rocky road of a relationship between um, the main character, Bridget, and um, Mark 
Darcy, Mark Darcy, Dorsey, whatever. Um, so, and then she meets an American who is played by Patrick Dempsey and is this like tech mogul and doing everything that he can to win her heart. Um, she sleeps with him the first time she meets him and which was not a stretch because I think any woman would have in this particular <laughs> character. So it was, that wasn't an issue at all and it wasn't even it wasn't even appalling that she slept with two men in the span of a week it was a simple fact that she gets pregnant and then somehow just can't seem to handle this without a man and it's absolutely ridiculous and she has this kind of moment where she's debating doing it without one of them but then she doesn't really want to do that and then she finds herself pregnant and needing to get to the hospital and she can't seem to get to the hospital on without her own. assistance. Are you fucking kidding me? You are 43 years years old and pregnant and you can't figure out how to get and to the hospital. And you lived in your city your for how long? You should know. <laughs> and so they have this scene where she's being carried through the streets. I saw that. That's in the trailer. Men. That's in the trailer. Oh. God, are you kidding? It was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. I was so disappointed. So you didn't chuckle? I did you before laugh? the end. You did? I did. It Just is rare to do that. A few minutes, because I was so pissed oh off. Oh my God, I did that once. I was pissed off that they made this woman look like a total idiot. She hasn't matured in any way. She's still doing stupid stuff at work. Like, hello, you're 43 years old. Like, I really wanted to see a fully developed woman and that's not what they gave us at all and then she ends up with mark darcy i which is ridiculous it's the same it was the same sex in the city moment and now i'll be honest when i first saw sex in the city the movie i was like oh gosh great she and big but now as a fully formed woman i'm like what are you doing you don't go back to that man. He Who, left you, you at, at the, the altar. altar. How does that happen? You don't go back to that guy. Just out, because of pride. And that just, doesn't happen. And she, Bridget Jones, essentially does the same thing. Throughout the movie, she's talking about how incompatible they are. She's talking about how this man makes her feel like shit, essentially. But in the end, she wants to because be with him. Because that's what we do as women. No, it's not, we actually. Do. We no, always we run to the one that does not treat Hopefully us. Hopefully you stop doing right. that well, in your 30s. She's 43. Yeah, she but should women know do, better. do that. Not at 43. Hey, some people develop later. No, <laughs> this was bad. It was a bad movie. I was very disappointed. And it sucked. Mm. It pissed me off. Like, I was mad. So you weren't mad that she had possible two baby daddies. You were just mad. I don't give a shit about her having two baby... I mean, she doesn't have two baby daddies. Well, she has... She slept with two guys. One of them two is prospects the father. that could be the father. So I didn't care about that. I cared about the fact that they made this woman look so pitiful. Yeah. And I don't understand why, as of late, Seth Rogen is the only person who seems to be writing smart women mm. who else what other movie have you seen I, I can't even think of any 
I mean, the the movie The Other Woman with Cameron Diaz and Leslie Mann, I was comfortable I with how they that. showed women. I mean, you're being cheated on. You. Oh, I saw that one. And they all yeah. gang together to yeah. like. Mm, that was a boring one, too. I mean, it may be boring, but at least they didn't look like total jackasses. Right. And not want to stay with him. Okay. But I think Seth has been pretty consistent on showing women in a better light as far as... Well, what do you think about if the movie had two black... I mean, if Bridget was a Boquita and she was black? I mean, what do I think? Yeah, I mean, do you think it would have been... Because I feel like... I guess, like, with this movie, I feel like, oh, it's okay because she's Bridget and she's, you know, white and she can have the possibility of having, you know, well, two prospects that are the... You know, one may be the father, but and then they make light of it. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, I imagine that if it were not Bridget Jones and um, was a, it would be portrayed completely different. She yeah. Probably would have been some sort of addict or something. Right. She right. Would have lived in the ghetto. Like it would have been a different film. It wouldn't have been a comedy, first of all. But, um, but, Again, it wasn't even that that pissed me off. I right. did not care less about her sleeping with two men. Right. Um, and not being... And, I mean, that was another part that was ridiculous. So, the um, the moment where the gynecologist comes in to get the, it was the embryonic fluid so that they can run the DNA test and make mm-hmm. sure her baby, baby is healthy. She freaks out and runs out because you're not sticking that needle in me. I mean, what the he- Really? So did she ever test to see who the baby I left. Oh. Oh. I don't give a shit. I could not care less about who the father of that child was. I was so not invested in those people. Wow. That's a letdown. It was a huge letdown. And I really, I haven't seen a good, what's the best romantic comedy? When was the last time you saw a romantic comedy that was semi-decent? I don't know, but that's like my genre. Like, I love romantic comedy. Okay, when was the last time you saw one? I can't even think. Romantic comedy, I can't think. Exactly, because there haven't been any. It, they are, I will say, they're hard to find because I love, like, that's my thing. I love romantic, you know, comedies. I love romantic dramas. I right. just love romance. Right. And I feel like every day I'm looking on Fandango for a movie yeah. to watch and I don't go. Yeah. You know? Um, I did see the screening, a screening, because I told you guys I wasn't going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did see um, Birth of a Nation. And? It was, it was good. It was good. It did leave me, you know, I left the movie theater with feelings, like the feel, the right feelings that you should have, that you should feel. I felt, you know, sympathy. I felt, um, I was enraged. I felt anger. You know, it just left me feeling more than, you know, when I saw Selma or when I saw 12 Years a Slave. It just, it evoked the right feelings for mm-hmm. me. For a movie of that time and that period and that right. subject matter, right? Uh, but he did he did a good job. Good, he did a good job. Good. So, um, I don't know. Gabrielle Union didn't have a really 
her her part was significant, mm-hmm. but she didn't have a big part. Like I think okay. she may have may have had like two words in the movie. Well, I guess she's mute though. Oh, she, she is. The person is not supposed to speak. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, why does she have any lines? No, but her role was significant. Yeah. Yeah. No, the person is actually not. I did not even know that. See, yeah. that went over my head. <laughs> um, but it, it was good. It was good. And it's just, you know, the last scene of the movie. I mean, I don't want to. I'm, I'm not going to give you a spoiler, but it's just. It's a true story. I mean, there is no, no spoiler. Not, well, we just know how this, it ends. No, it's not about how it ends. It's just the last. The, the picture that they paint or that they show you and it's right. just and then they have strange um fruit playing in the mm-hmm. background and all you see are just like dead bodies hanging mm-hmm. from trees and like the mm-hmm. forest and it's like it didn't matter it was women it was kids it it, it was terrible it was right. sad and it was just uh, it was heartbreaking yeah you know and then to come back and then you see on the news you know, all, everything that's going on now, and right. it's just like not a damn thing changed, you know, except for, you know, it's the same thing that's happening over and over again. Right. So, yeah, it is. Can't dispute that. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, everyone should, you know, go see it maybe and just support the message right. that the movie has. Right. Okay. Yeah. Pretty decent. Hmm. Well, <laughs> um, so that's about it. I don't know as far as the weekend goes. Yeah. Well, did you um, watch the Emmys or anything? Um, not really. I caught a little bit of it, and um, um, yeah. I mean, it was certainly. You know, clearly, if you want to see diversity, you have to go to TV, and which is, you know, fine. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I was pretty pleased with how things turned out. You mean as far as who won? Yeah, the awards. Okay. Yeah. Um, really happy for Regina King. I love her. Oh, no. I love her. I'm so happy she's succeeding. And I love Julia Louis-Dreyfus, so she won, too. Oh, she did? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Um, Courtney B. Vance. Yes. He's just a great actor. He is. He's so good. He's very versatile. I represent the D. Hey. He's very versatile. Um, Who else? One that stood out. I think that's it that actually like really stood out. Sterling Brown. Yeah. He's a good guy. I mean... The, what What is he in? He was in the um, OJ, yeah. right? But he's been around forever. I'm not familiar with his work. You are. You've seen him before. Just don't know him by name. Just probably know him by face. He's definitely been around for a long time. Um, and he even said that in his acceptance speech that like, you know, for people who are just getting to know me... Um, so I was really excited to see him do well. Um, who else? The little kids from Stranger Things were simply adorable. Yeah, they're cute kids. They're really cute kids. But I guess now at awards show, you have to give up food now. Oh, you... What? Are you serious? I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> because, I mean... Everyone does it now. Pizza, pizza. was the first, and now the... Uh, 
Um, that was cute, though. They it gave was out cute. peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. And they were all in there, like Stranger Things outfits. <laughs> and I am sure all those people are, are genuinely hungry. Right. Um, I watched the E Red Carpet before it. Oh, my God. They need new holes. Seriously, it was so boring. And they're not knowledgeable. Yeah. Like, one of them thought that um, Jennifer Lewis was Wanda Sykes. In what world do they look alike? Do they sound alike? Oh, really? Right. It was Hmm. so embarrassing. Like, Jennifer Lewis had to, like, school them and be like, no, my name's not Wanda. Oh, they called her one. Yeah, so so they were like, so they were doing like a recap. I think it was at the end, and they're doing a recap of like you know outfits or whatever. And so Jennifer Lewis comes by behind them, so they're facing like the cameras, and Jennifer Lewis is behind them, and she reaches in and was just like, "I haven't gotten any camera time today. Uh, How are you know how she's funny like that, right? So um, one of the girls, and I think she. she was talking and she was carrying on the conversation with Jennifer Lewis and then Jennifer walks off and then um, she turns around she goes thanks Wanda and then Jennifer had to she had to come back and say my name is not Wanda I'm Jennifer Lewis oh my god it's crazy <laughs> it was embarrassing yeah especially since she's been around forever forever she's and like she's I was, not new I was talking to this talking about this to was someone was it Juliana no it was okay I didn't think so she's not uh, she was blonde hair, short hair. I think mm-hmm. she may be um, Latina. I don't know. Okay. Um, she's the blonde chick with the short, short, like right. Amber Rose haircut. Oh, she's black. Is she black? Yeah. I mean, I guess same difference. I mean, she's brown. Yeah, she's, she's brown. She should know better. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, who was it? Tanika Sibley or something? Hmm? Sibley is her name or something like that. I don't. I have no interest in E anymore now that Juliana is gone. Really? I do not. I didn't even like Juliana. I'm not surprised, but I do. <laughs> Wait, why aren't you surprised? You don't like anybody. I do. I have my favorites. Uh, yeah. I like Tanika Ray. Exactly. You know, it's, your favorites I don't didn't tend mind to be very. Huh? I know. Extend beyond being brown. I didn't. I mean, I liked it when Jules Asner was on. I just, I didn't get Juliana's. Like, I didn't get her. Like, I didn't, she didn't appeal to me. And then when she talked about Zendaya, I was like, and she, that's the didn't. last draw. First of all, you well, know, her writers, you're whoever not wrote her wearing speech. real. So, so we can't talk about somebody's fake hair. Oh, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about someone's fake hair. <laughs> so why, why is it different for Juliana? Well, I think it wasn't even that. It was a thing that how, like, it, they glorify. You know, other people wearing the wearing our trends, the trends that are no, that, no, that's yeah, not what Juliana did. That's what she did. All no, if you're gonna hate on her, hate on her correctly. That's not what she did at all. You that's, find me one white woman that Juliana's praised for wearing dreads. Praised? Oh, I don't know how many white women wear dreads. Exactly. You're saying that. <laughs> you're saying, but braids. I mean, same difference. It is She's not praised the same for difference. Braids. That's what Zendaya had in her hair. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was an off-color comment, and I didn't appreciate it. So okay, it I wasn't. Mean, it it <laughs> yes, it was. No, actually, it genuinely was not an off-color comment. She is commentating about what people wear on a fashion show. That's her job. And then equated in that it to moment. like hemp and marijuana, and I just. 
It was a joke. Well, it fell flat. And that's fine that it fell flat for and some people. And I think that was the straw that say, ruined her the, No, it didn't ruin her, her career. career at all. That There's absolutely nothing wrong with telling someone that your joke fell flat. But to say that she was, you know, being racist or anything else, I think was just so unfair and I mean and inaccurate in that case let's call racism when there is racism but we like to throw that around so often it probably wasn't racism but definitely a microaggression I feel like I don't think so I I think she's on a fashion show where she's supposed to talk about what people are wearing but that was her hairstyle not necessarily what she was wearing from head to toe it is what she was wearing because it's fake it's not her hair but we but people wear not i'm not just not saying black people people wear exactly and she critiques all of them all the time all i just think that she's the last person that needs to be talking about fashion because homegirl is not a dresser she can't dress to save her life even with stylists on her payroll she cannot dress she I she's not and then what she had on at the Oscars was horrible she's not a dresser she is not a dresser there are certain people that are good in their clothes and they can dress and she's not one of them so for her to be speaking on people's fashion is just it's bizarre to me I never understood that I was like give so the girl Kelly another Osborne job looked great Ex- in all of her clothes she doesn't need to be okay. speaking on anybody's fashion Nene either she can't dress okay Nene is fashionable she's fashionable <laughs> of course she's, Nene she's is. good Brad is fashionable now I don't know if he's really you know good at commentating mm-hmm. and being a host but he's definitely fashion forward okay um hell I even think what's her name I don't think know if she's really fashion forward but she's great at commentating on fashion Margaret Cho Okay, you know, I just I don't know. I I never understood that. And I always was just like, well, whose pocket is she in to be such a you know forefront at E and you know, and E is just another channel that I just really need to stop watching <laughs> because it doesn't represent me. <sighs> at least E News doesn't. Well, uh, speaking of that and considering we have to do a bit of an abbreviated moment um, today that brings me to my oh but wait moment of the week which is Robin uh, Givon pronounce her name correctly writing about the ridiculousness of people trying to call out Mark Jacobs for his fashion show mm-hmm. so uh Mark Jacobs last week was fashion, fashion Week, uh, New York Fashion Week for the U.S. at least, um, and he had a fashion show that the hair was clearly inspired by dreadlocks, and these dreads were very cartoonish in all different types of colors on very a very diverse group of women, and of course. Social media had to go for Mark Jacobs. And, and I don't blame them one bit. <laughs> so I'm encouraging people to actually read the piece that Robin and uh, I mean, a she black was polite. woman wrote. She was polite and thoughtful in her article. And correct um, that we're getting going a little too far with 
um, labeling everything cultural appropriation. This is not cultural appropriation, but um, I am sure Toya will disagree with that. So, um, I think I I think for me, I just I feel like he even his last show, his 2015 show, he used Bantu knots. It's like, but you don't use black models. It's like you use. Yes, our, he does. Well, yes, he does. One and two and a few here and there. But I, and then for his response, which is really like, I don't see color. I hate that response. I hate it, hate it, hate it. I hate when white people use that response. Like, I don't see color. Then you don't see me. So he doesn't know? allow to, he's not allowed to be inspired by something and do some sort of Everyone's inspired by black culture. That's just the world we live in. Everyone is. But I just feel like, I mean, I, mean, I don't know. Everybody's inspired by a lot of things, not just black culture. There are a lot of things out there in the world. Like, for instance, what? Uh, Asian culture. That's And some people, people like to appropriate that, that too. But that's not the point that you were making. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just, I, I, it didn't sit right with me. I don't care, you know, what he sent down the runway, even though he always does some kind of take on some black culture. I just feel like his response was just. It wasn't a good response. And then talking about, well, white women, or that, you know, black women straighten their hair. It's bullshit. There are, there are black women that are born with straight hair. You know, I just, I'm not a fan. Not really? a fan. Okay. And what's your overweight moment of the week? Well, actually, that was my overweight moment. I but thought I told you that was mine. <laughs> <laughs> that was um, not yours. I you said that, something about oh. some... The oh but wait moment for me would have been I don't know if anyone saw, but Corey Feldman's performance <laughs> on the Today Show. Oh no, I missed that. You didn't see it. It was I don't know what it was. They were saying that he had a meltdown afterwards because of um, Twitter's response to his performance. Oh yeah, that's too bad. I mean, he's always tried to be like a singer, and it was like his look was slash like goth slash Michael Jackson, right? Which I know him and Michael Jackson did have a relationship, um, a friendship, and I feel like he's always admired him. Yeah. Um, which is great. Yeah. But then what, from what I was reading, his album actually has like some really good collaborators. Mm-hmm. Like he has Snoop Dogg, he has um, um, Limp, the guy from Limp Biscuit, what's his name? Fred Durst. Isn't it? So okay. I don't know, but the performance is wacky. It's wackadoo. I don't know what he was thinking or what was going on. Yeah. Uh, so it's, you guys definitely have to Google it. Maybe I'll post it to our Facebook page so you can see it. All right. So that was my oh, but wait moment. Okay. Well, I have to get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So, we're going to wrap it up here. It's a short session today, but thank you for listening. Yes. To Oh But Wait. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at O underscore But Wait. And our Facebook page is search us Oh But Wait. And uh, you can always email us at oh but wait and the number one at gmail.com. And then if you like what you're hearing, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. 
Thanks for tuning in. This is a previously recorded episode.